You're listening to the Super Expander Podcast. Align goals are pivotal for expansion. You don't need me to tell you that. But what happens when your flame weakens? What really happens when it totally goes out? Reignite Your Goals starts with awakening to the emotions that pull you further and further away. Letting go of your shame, denial, and frustration, and figuring out why your body is resisting your goals are the key to success. Regulate your nervous system, release the blocks, and reassess your path forward because your goals are ready to be reset and reignited. Hello, hello, super expanders. How are you feeling? How's your heart? How's your soul? Coming in after a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit of a break, a much needed rejuvenation of energy. You know, this year as it kicked off, I felt like a different kind of energy than I normally do. I usually have this feeling of just hit the ground running. And this year, I had this big draw to ease in, to turn inward a little bit more than than usual to set some really big, deep intentions. And with that kind of came this this pull to want to ease in slow. I've had, I've even taken a break from, from social media and I've just been like quieting the noise and listening to that inner wisdom. Something we talk about a lot around here is like touching in or checking in with that that intuition and listening. And the easiest, best way to do that really is, is to start to drown out the noise, to get quiet, to have stillness and, and listen. And so I feel like today is going to be kind of like a mashup episode because I have so many things that I want to, to share with you. I'll, I'll give you like a little preview. There's a practice that I have at the beginning of the year, and it is writing a letter to my future self. So we're going to dive into that and sort of the format and some tips in case you would like to, to try this out. And I highly recommend it. And then the other is a couple of traps, five to be exact, that might be preventing you from operating at your highest potential of performance. All right, let's dive in. So let's start with a letter, writing this letter to your future self. So this is a practice that I do every single year. And how I like to do it is to actually write the letter. And then I go into Google and I send it to myself. I, I do a scheduled send so that it arrives in my inbox on January 31st. And it really is such an impactful exercise, both the actual writing part, because it helps to clarify your vision for the year. But then also this reflecting piece when it arrives in your inbox, allowing yourself to kind of walk back into that headspace that you were in prior to creating the things that you now are actually living. And of course, you can establish your own time horizon. You might be writing this letter to yourself one year, five years, 10 years, although I'm not sure you can send that far out into if you were doing a scheduled send through Google. But there is a service called Future Me that you could use for those longer time horizons. And here are the components that I include in my letter. But of course, feel free to add, subtract anything that feels in alignment for you. 
reflections on the present, really kind of getting introspective on exactly where you are and writing and sharing that, a vision for the future, what it is that you want to create, changes that you feel brewing that you want to make, whether that's new habits, a change in how you're showing up, and then maybe have a little fun with it and predict some things that might unfold for you. So here are a couple prompts that might help you when it comes to the reflection on the present. What's working, what isn't working, what's giving you energy, what's draining your energy. What relationships give you the most pleasure? What relationships are holding you back? And what's surprising you about the current reality that you're in? Kind of like year-end review in, in a way. And if you really dig in and feel into it, and you're really honest and introspective in this, that portion should be very therapeutic. And now the vision and future aspirations, really, you know, kind of like vision casting. This is kind of like your vision board, all your hopes, your aspirations, your goals. You could even think of this kind of like a compass or a blueprint for where you're going and what you want to create. So when you're writing this portion, maybe start to play around with these questions. What is your ideal life? on the day when you open this letter? What's your big picture? What are your ambitious long-term goals? Why are you trying to achieve them? What is your true motivation? What are the checkpoints, the benchmarks that you're going to set to really create that trajectory? And if you opened this letter, and everything was in flow, what happened along the way to spark that? What are your anti-goals, the things that you don't want to achieve? What obstacles do you anticipate? What do you want to avoid along the way to achieving that big vision? Creating a crystal clear vision, allowing yourself to zoom out and view from a bird's eye view but also zoom in and get really granular. Okay, when you get to the section about changes to make, this starts to be almost like an extension of the reflections portion, so it's actually a good time to go back and review those questions and the vision that you've just created. What changes do you need to make in your life today to create the future that you just envisioned? What are the daily actions that will make that future a reality? And why this is so important is because one degree changes create a compound effect, both in the positive and in the negative. So if you are having these tiny deviations from your optimal course to head towards your goal, Over time, if that happens daily, you're going to be really way off course. So being clear on the path and the changes you need to implement and the things that you need to let go of and that you need to, changes you need to make so that you can get there is really critical. It's really crucial. And because there's always 
room for magic, when we leave it room for magic, the part where we get to have these like fun predictions, we get to play in the wouldn't it be cool if game right here and right now, fun predictions. What are the fun and crazy predictions you have for your future or just the future in general? There's definitely no rules or limitations to any aspect of this, but let yourself have a lot lot of fun with this portion. And because I think that this part is so much fun and it really leads into this idea of showing up as your or in your highest potential operating at your highest performing level, let's talk about some traps, some mistakes that happen when I see people setting their goals, reaching for their big vision traps, if you will, that you might get sucked into that are going to prevent you from operating at that high level so that when that letter arrives in your inbox, you might have been on like a a path of struggle to get there. And these things are going to help you not only exceed your goals, but make the journey there so much more pleasurable. So these are the five things that I see in myself in the past and in my clients that prevent them from operating at that high level. And when we start to shift and change them, it really pushes you into that optimal performance game. All right, so one is when you're setting your goals that they're too vague, they're not clear and specific enough. I'm sure we've all heard of SMART goals. And this is kind of what I mean here is that idea of not just saying, oh, I want to earn more money, but having a clear and specific target. Because if we don't have a clear and specific target, we're never going to know that we've achieved our goal. We're not really going to know how to achieve it because there's a lack of specificity. When it comes to our goals, gray area isn't really a good thing. We need clear targets and we need specific deadlines. Without them, it's challenging to know that you're making progress and what adjustments we need to make to get there. This is a big one. It's neglecting alignment in your goals. Like, are your goals harmonized with your values and your purpose? Or are they your goals because you believe that, you know, like society has told you to have that goal? Or someone in your family, maybe your parents told you you should have that goal. You should be able to connect the dots between your goals and the vision of the person you want to become. Your goals should truly be stepping stones to becoming that person. And if they don't, pursuing the goals is going to lead to burnout. It's going to lead to dissatisfaction, complacency, and maybe consistently not missing the goals. So eventually feeling really defeated. Oh, this is a big one too. Overloading yourself, setting way too many goals. When we chase two rabbits, we get none, right? I'm sure you've heard that saying before. And when we set too many goals and we start chasing after them, it makes it hard to achieve them. So it's, you know, there's overwhelm that comes in that. It's much better to prioritize a few really high impact objectives to ensure that you can focus all of your energy effectively on them. So start small. The goal doesn't have to be small, but start small, meaning pick one, maybe two, 
and then go all in on achieving it. Okay, this one's, I think they're all equally important. Putting too much pressure and weight on willpower, giving willpower way too much credit. What's really needed is discipline and consistency, a structure with which to operate in. Relying on willpower is what undisciplined people do. Relying on willpower is what unsuccessful people do. Why? Because willpower runs out. And when willpower runs out, we're left to decide if we feel motivated enough to keep following through. And that's really not a position you want to find yourself in. This is where having multiple layers of accountability comes in and is really helpful. And the fifth thing that tends to keep you from operating at your highest potential is fear of failing. Some of the most ambitious, successful people I know still avoid setting ambitious goals because they're afraid of failing. And fear of failure really doesn't mean that you don't think it's possible. You just don't believe in your current ability to stay disciplined and consistent enough to succeed. And I think the only way out of this is to start trusting your word as if it is law. Following through on every single thing you say you're going to do. And that's it. That is how you conquer your fear and start having that unwavering belief in yourself. You don't need proof. You don't need more time. You don't need more reps. You just need more discipline. It's not a strategy. You just need to start trusting your word and allowing failure to actually be a part of the journey and starting to fa- and starting to embrace it. So instead of fearing if it will happen, just knowing that it will happen. But because you trust your own word impeccably like it is law, you know that when you are faced with that failure, you're going to keep going. Now that you are armed with these common pitfalls and traps that keep you from operating at your highest potential, performing at your highest, go ahead, sit down, write that letter over the course of the next few days. Give it, Don't rush it, have fun with it, and then start to apply those rules for high performance, optimal performance. Take into account those pitfalls and traps and don't get sucked into them. And I know we will be celebrating your most fulfilling, biggest year yet, next year this time. Feels so good to be back. I have missed you. We have some amazing things that are happening inside the Cultivate membership right now. We are about seven days into the manifestation challenge and it is fire. And I have so many more high touch points that are planned inside of Cultivate. So there's a whole host of new hypnosis and breathworks that have been loaded in with this challenge. And we have some really big things coming up, an intuitive choice challenge on the horizon and a money challenge on the horizon. So there's going to be things that include breathwork, hypnosis to elevate your subconscious, and then the community aspect to really support you in where you are going. 
So if you aren't inside of Cultivate, if you head down into the show notes, there is a link and I have a gift for you. The first seven days are completely free so you can come in and see what it's all about. And I know you're never going to want to leave. Till next time, I will catch you on the next episode. And of course, you know what to do. Scroll down, hit the five stars, leave a review. And if you have a friend whom you know would benefit from this, send it their way. And I love you till next time. Like a fire needs oxygen and fuel. You're not meant to reach your goals alone. Your missing part could be as simple as finding the right community. And if it's not my community, there's definitely the right one out there for you. If you're looking for a place to start, check out the link in the show notes and let this community help you breathe in fresh oxygen. Oxygen.